Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Dollar. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news. Not movie news, Sean, weird news. <laughs> oh my oh, god. He was on autopilot the whole time. <laughs> I was. Eyes completely zoned out. It's weird Just, news, guys. <laughs> it's 30 seconds apiece he gets before the madness unfolds of a Wednesday evening. <laughs> So, you know, you just, when you're in a job for as long as this one is, I mean, you fall into old habits. And sometimes you zone out. You have an off day, Sean. Yeah, you write a load of things off as tax deductible, and then it turns out, (laughs) no, you can't. And then the police are at your door, and then they say, Sean, come here to me. (laughs) This is very specific for a very general kind of story. No, sorry, it's all hypotheticals, Colin. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Don't they say, worry. Sean, your your social security number is 437. <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> so this is weird news. I want to say that out loud. I did mix up the intro. Um, we don't do you think people do... turned off immediately when they heard, oh, Movie Monday is fucked up? I mean, I would. I would. <laughs> You're on the show. You're on all the shows. Sorry, I would stick it out. Um, so, Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me. A man who has been embroiled in too many legal issues, uh, Mm. apparently, to listen to weird news. (laughs) This is true. Um, And I feel like at the start of this, I was going to say, could you give this a like and subscribe? But now it just feels a bit shameless because should I be the one to do that as the man who has fucked the whole show up and we're going to have to quit? Connor, Connor, please. I'll take this one. (coughs) Fellas. Fellas. <laughs> and, uh, and everyone else. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you could find it in your heart, whatever podcast platform you're listening on, whether it's yeah. iTunes, Podbean, or the other ones, uh, Spotify. Spotify. Pretty big. That's actually a pretty big one, to be fair. It's spo- up and coming, fair enough. It's up and coming. Uh, Look, if you just like, subscribe to the podcast on whatever you're listening on, it really, really helps us out. It gets us into the algorithm. It lets people know 
that people like us, uh, which I personally need to get through each day. Um, Freaks me out when people say they like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a deer in headlights. Like, oh, oh, it worked. Oh, fair enough. So, uh, you know, yeah. you've just been brainwashed. <laughs> it's shit. <laughs> So it just gets us in front of more ears. It gets us up in the charts a little bit as well, uh, which is nice to tell our relations to be like, hey, no, no, it's it, we're doing something. Like it's Do having an know, effect. Do you want to know my random ranking of the week? Oh, okay. <laughs> we we are currently sitting as the number eight movie and film podcast in Portugal. So shout out to the Portuguese. <laughs> shout out to the Portuguese listeners. Obrigado. <laughs> I never understand that because I'm just like. Like, we're not even speaking English. So even if they can speak English, like, we barely speak English. Like, this is I Irish the English. I'm not sure what's actual content <laughs> There's anymore. Irish people that don't understand this show. I so I don't know. Look, it's, that's just a random fact for the week. But, Sean, we are starting weird news this week with a neighbourhood that has been overrun by a mob. And... We're right. we're starting here because I mean it's such a it's a laugh out loud kind of subject. I'm sure you could already imagine. <laughs> oh, I am I, I I'm stifling yeah. the grins right now, Connor. Yeah. Now there is a certain movie from a little known director called Alfred Hitchcock, I think the is birds, his name. Correct. The birds. I was actually going to talk about the birds. Ah yes. fuck, I ruined it. Sorry. <laughs> the sanguish uh, Psycho. <laughs> Thank you. Um so there's a little movie called The Birds by Alfred oh. Hitchcock that might have something to do with this overrun neighbourhood because they are overrun by a mob of ducks, Sean. Of ducks. I, I wasn't going to say ducks. I thought it would be geese. I thought they would be more likely to form a gang. But ducks? Yeah. Where yeah. is this? Because we had a story not too long ago where it was one singular duck terrorising one singular apartment block. Well, and now it seems they've expanded. A pair of ducks turned into more than 60 that have taken over the streets in Baton Rouge. How did they. What? Okay. How did they turn into 60 ducks? I mean, do I need to explain how they turned into 60? No, look, I get. Look. I get two ducks making more ducks, but two ducks making 60 ducks apparently suddenly enough to cause a gang war in the neighbourhood. That well, it's a gang war of duck versus human. And ordinarily I'd pick the duck, but it yeah. depends on how big the neighbourhood is. So Jennifer Richardson, who lives on Summer Court, and says at first the ducks were not a problem until they started to multiply. <laughs> and, oh, no. um, she said, it's like the birds, but now it's the ducks, which I think, Jennifer, that didn't need to be put into the article, but fair play to you. I would argue that all ducks are birds, but not all birds are ducks. Oh, see, he's got her on a technicality. He's Attenberger. Yeah. Attenberger. You don't it's want to get Attenberried. She's been Attenburned. <laughs> I went buried. Attenburned. <laughs> um, the daddy duck got a new girlfriend. And that girlfriend duck was a great mama duck, said Jennifer. Now, Sorry. in just... Go on. Why is Jennifer describing it in these terms? How does Jennifer know the marital relationship of this man and his wife? (laughs) Do you think there's a community online who are big fans of Looney Tunes, and particularly Daddy Duck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? There's a subsection of Google that none of us have been on that involves (laughs) Daddy Duck. Yeah, there's a locked door and behind it. 
because look at your keyboard right now where's the f uh right beside the d right beside the fucking d it just takes one typo and someone goes oh daddy (laughs) we're in (laughs) oh no i happened to misspell it (laughs) Again! <laughs> in like a 55 page paragraph. <laughs> this spelled every time. Um, so the Danny Duck apparently got a new girlfriend, and him and the girlfriend, they went a bit mad. It's the start right. of a new relationship. I mean, everything was new and exciting. And six months later, the, neighbor wo- the neighborhood is home to now dozens and dozens of ducks, Sean. Dozens. Dozens of ducks. A- What's the what's the term for a is it a flock of ducks? Uh, no, is that a geese? Flock of geese, yeah. A school a, of ducks. No, it's a I gaggle of geese. A gaggle of geese. No, actually, it might be a flock of ducks. Yeah, flock of seagulls. Group of ducks. Hang on there now. Mighty, <laughs> a mighty of ducks. A mighty of ducks. <laughs> yeah, There's some ducks. lads on the fucking ice rink. Don't get them oh. hard. A group of ducks can be called a raft of ducks. A team of ducks or a paddling of ducks. I mean, a team of ducks seems a bit self-explanatory. <laughs> that implies a level of organisation, though. Yeah, like there's a there's a captain, you know. Like there's positions. <laughs> <laughs> Centre back duck. <laughs> um, so now, we, as I said, in six months there are dozens of ducks, and then they talk to Debbie. And now Debbie also lives on summer court, but Debbie only makes really one comment in this. Um, one or two but the first comment she makes immediately makes clear where Debbie stands because maybe at first Debbie thought this seems fun but her yeah. one comment in this paragraph just says the novelty wore off <laughs> everyone loves it when you see little baby ducks and they're causing yeah. no issue to anyone mm. but then when like when the local rubber duck factory has to close down because of unrealistic proportions yeah oh then that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And the Look, birds... I did my best with a duck face joke on <laughs> And the birds are persistent, she said. Residents kept feeding them, which created a food frenzy, which meant that the ducks kept coming back, which meant that fights began to break out. Between the ducks? Between the, the ducks. Okay, fair enough. So, no, I'm feeding the duck today. Or for from the humans and the ducks in that say a human doesn't have any food, the duck might become angered, might become riled up. Yes. Uh, some, look, if if it's a case that all of the humans are feeding them, like, the it kind of, the problem, it kind of rests with the humans. Like, the mm. ducks are just going to follow the food, surely. Like, like, the worst animals. thing would be to stop feeding them now. <laughs> you have to keep feeding them. Yeah, I mean, like, you have to wean them to- off. You'd have to give them, like, one thing less a day. But I don't think you can wean, like, living creatures off of food. I think that just starves them slowly. (laughs) Am I talking about, like, just genocide to these ducks? I think, yeah. What's your issue with ducks, man? I have no issue with ducks. I'm just saying, if if a mob is ruling my neighbourhood, I'm going to have to figure out a way to defeat them. Okay, what's now? Look, we've we've had duck stories and and bird stories a few times on this show. One of my favorites is a man practicing karate on some swans. That's true. Uh, do you think there's any transferable skills there to a duck fight? I see. Ducks are smaller. Like a swan, I think you could karate chop. A duck is smaller. It's lower center center of gravity. I don't know if you're karate chopping a duck without it flying away. 
Could you karate chop a duck in the air? Could you do that? <sighs> oh, could I physically? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Do you have the I ability? Mean, the reflexes? How many attempts? Uh, two. One on the way no. over, one on the way back. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, Can I four. have 50? Same principle, but each hand. <laughs> Left hand's a bit iffy. No. <laughs> Stay in problem. Uh, what were you? The- Four, f- six? Eight? <laughs> You're the karate no. expert. That's Look, okay, if I had my nunchucks, fucking infinite yeah. ducks I could take on. Uh, <laughs> but I think I could, if, if a duck was flying through the air, I think I could karate chop him within six swipes. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. I could. You fucking couldn't. I have, I, look, Connor, I don't have the best reflexes yeah. or skill or strength. This or is a good start to this. This is a good but start. I, but um, if there's one thing I know, yeah. it's ducks. No, you don't. How? What? You've seen the Mighty Ducks once? I don't think I've seen half the Mighty Ducks, I think. Oh, for God's sake. You've got none research done at all. <laughs> Mighty Ducks isn't about ducks. You know that, right? <laughs> what? If anything, you know less about ducks than I do. Because <laughs> yeah. I just consider them ice skating legends. Yeah. You think they're they're some kind of Zamboni machine? It's my one ice skating reference. Um, so I like Jennifer now has come back in and she's basically explaining the issue. She says Jennifer has we pushed can't. Debbie out from the reporter's microphone. She's like Debbie, you're fucking ruining this fucking piece to camera. I'll be honest with you. You said one thing, and it's been shit. But Jennifer's back in and she says we can't even open our blinds because the ducks will be there. If they hear a blind go up or the door jiggle, they'll fly up. And they'll stare at you, just until you give them some food. <laughs> so what they need now is like, they need okay. The, now they need it's, it's this this like terrible case of the old woman who swallowed a fly, right? And then she swallowed a spider to catch the fly, and then she swallowed a yeah. bird to catch the spider. Then a cat to swallow the bird. So then they need an animal. To come in to kill all the ducks, but then you have to feed that animal, and then you, it, the animals are, will get bigger progressively. That's it. Until and then, I, eventually, I guess it turns into this weird case of you need to hire some hunters, <laughs> and then, like, where does it end at that point? Because then the hunters would just hunt the humans, if anything. <laughs> Then he goes into a Hunger Games situation all based off these ducks. But the idea is that, in my head, that like you open a blind and there's just fucking a hundred ducks just looking in the window just at waiting. you. Just, just looking at you, not moving. I think that would freak me out too. I think so. I have a list here of some of the top duck predators. Oh. Uh, so you tell me which one of these is best to domesticate. And okay. you know, set on the duck army. Give me, give me, give me a top three here. Top three, okay. Uh, the first one is uh, raccoons. Dangerous, a dangerous operator, I would say. A raccoon. Fair, fair. A fox. A f- fox is easier to train, I would say, than a raccoon. I think a raccoon's a wild card. Okay, and I, I, I'm going to do four because. I like the pairing of these two. Number the, number three, coyotes. Oh, even more wild. Go on. <laughs> and and the fourth one I'd like to put forward, Connor, badgers. <laughs> Are these people looking to die? Are they actually looking to die? I was just like a badger will will kill you and your family. <laughs> like it'll kill the ducks, but it'll take your child hostage before it does it. So yeah, give him a payment when he's done. 
Oh yeah, like a badger will resort to extortion, I think. Um, <laughs> I think out of all of those, I think a fox, like you said, is probably the more easily trained as a yeah. duck hunter. It's, they also said Debbie has come back in and say, oh. they say, she says, so they have a chance and someone else can enjoy the beauty in a pod, a bigger pod. This one is too small for the amount that we have because apparently the ducks waddle up the front door so homeowners are looking for a way to relocate. <laughs> Imagine moving out of your neighbourhood because of ducks. Imagine, like, what's, what? Uh, I feel like this neighbourhood is going to just escalate. Like, they're all bedeviled by these ducks. Yeah. And so... I think they're going to be like, what if we, what, what if we drain the lake? Huh? <laughs> and it's just like Tom over there with a hose just siphoning it out, bucket by bucket. <laughs> he do it by like mouth. Like yeah. He do it for like petrol. <laughs> Trying to get it out. <laughs> they're like, we gave him, we gave him the proper, we gave him a bucket. Why is he using his mouth and that one tube? Siphon ah, it, Tom. boys. You have to fucking siphon it. <laughs> Tom's old school, lads. <laughs> it's not his first time draining a lake with his mouth. <laughs> oh, Tom's drained a few lakes with his mouth, if you know what I mean. Wink. No. I don't no, know don't, what you mean. We don't no. know what you mean. He's he's literally done that. Sorry, I don't know why he's, I said, if you know what I mean. There's a, there's a reason we asked Tom to do it. <laughs> um, so, Sean, what would you do? You're in your your small town is overrun with ducks. Now they are thinking relocate them gently, bring in an animal agency. Hopefully, this wildlife people can kind of move these um, waterfowl to a different area. Yes. Otherwise, we've gone straight to finding a prey that's bigger. Yeah, I think you. Okay, I have two options. One, keep escalating the predator in 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 the locale. Uh, just get bigger and bigger animals until you have a mountain lion uh, looking okay. after the place. Looking the, after that's, the place. It's the beauty of going bigger and bigger, actually, is that like one mountain lion could take on several foxes, for example. Yeah, but one mountain lion could also take on several humans, like the whole area. That's why you get two mountain lions who are on side. <laughs> <laughs> You have to give like an interview process. <laughs> what are your feelings on humans? And why? Bad. Oh fuck! And why do you want to join this community? Oh, the free lunches. Oh no! Uh, I, I, I want to want... eat Tom. You're dead fucking right. He's done now. Yeah, after the ducks, he is on side, lads. <laughs> now I do have a more like humane solution as well, which Go is on. what month is it right now? Uh, it is July. Yeah. So peak of summer. Ducks yeah. love the summer. Uh, what do all How birds do? You know? do? Go on. Because they fly south for winter. Fly south for winter. So, yes. winter, you're looking at fucking December at this point. Yeah. Like, come on, like, what you need to do, you need to get an industrial-sized snow machine. Uh, <laughs> you need to block out the sun at about 4pm. Yeah. And you need to confuse the ducks until they fly out. And... <laughs> Like, you don't need... Because you just need them out of your area. So they can just fly 15 minutes down the road, but they'll fly south. So yeah. whoever's south of... what? What's the what's the name of the town? Uh, uh, the place is called Baton Rouge. Whoever's south of Baton Rouge is going to get fucked with ducks in about but, a week but the, and a So half. your idea is turn the place into a winter wonderland and hope for the best. Yes, and then... 
fucking tying it back in you get a promotion for Mighty Ducks 2 in because you have an ice rink built on the lake that the ducks used to inhabit <laughs> and you get all the old actors to come by ducks fly together Emilio Estevez shows up to the festival of ducks fly together <laughs> it's called ducks fly together DFT Mighty DF- Ducks 3 my DFT Emilio's there there's a new Disney Plus series we've tied it all back hire us Disney it's promotional <laughs> gold and and then the town is free of ducks uh, Disney Plus has a new limited yeah. series it can it, it can ride on and everyone's happy no one Sean, loses I'm, Sean, <laughs> Sean I'm gonna move on Alright, You've gone too far. Have so. I? Oh no. Oh no, it's the first story. <laughs> um, our next story involves a man who was left at home and he tried a viral hack that he had seen on the interwebs. Oh um, no. It has not gone well for this man in New Zealand, who is not our famed Patreon Waffles. <laughs> That's true. The hack is listen to the Heroes for Hire podcast. Man sets house on fire after cooking steak in toaster. <laughs> oh, n- oh, no. <laughs> oh, he started a grease fire. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked. <laughs> One would-be chef from New Zealand found this out the hard way when he set fire sorry, to his sorry, home. Sorry, He was making second breakfast. There we go, oh. got the Lord of the Rings reference in. <laughs> Great stuff. Now, if attempting to cook raw meat in an appliance usually reserved for bread, there's more. Because the unnamed man then decided to leave said toaster unattended while he popped out to his local fish and chip shop for chips to go with his meal. <laughs> he left. He thought, God, you know what? This is such a great idea. Do you know what'll be lovely with this now? <laughs> Chippies. <laughs> Can I have some mushy peas as well? Oh, you're too nice. You're too nice, Susan. Fair play to you. Um, so he, he... How long... Okay. I guess it depends how he likes a steak done in a toaster. But, yeah. like... <laughs> That's not really a down. question anyone ever answers. No, it's not. They don't tend to ask it in the restaurants. How, how uh, will you take your steak today, sir? And in a toaster? <laughs> oh, Two minutes, okay. <laughs> they bring out like a sample page and it's just how bread is cooked at different temperatures. So, yes, I'll take the three. Uh, <laughs> now, and you know me, I would take a seven, if anything. Yeah, I know um, that, yeah. But here's like, he's he plopped the steak down in his toaster and was then like, God, I've got a few minutes to spare. Might, might head out, might just, this will be grand on its own. Sure, I mean, that's cooking. I don't need to look after that. Sure, when I put the bu- when I put the bread in, sure, it pops up a few minutes later. There's never any issues. I don't see how this could run into any issues because there's never any issues when that happens. And how quickly did all of the fat from the steak catch on fire? Well, unsurprisingly, when he returned home, he had a, he had found his home engulfed in flames. <laughs> oh no! How far away was the chip shop? Like two miles, I don't know. According to a report, the man has demanded more money from his insurance company to pay for the cost of the repairs. Um, I don't think that's a a fact. I don't think, I think that's like not covered by your home insurance, first of all, as if you put Mm. a steak in a toaster. If I put a firework in a toaster, they'd still say I was being reckless. I, I think so, but... I mean, he's seen it on a viral hack on TikTok, so it has to be true. Yeah, 
But, like, a lot of things are on TikTok, Connor. He got given £211,000 back in for I'm, the damage. I'm sorry? Yeah. What? And he, he wanted an extra hundred grand. In New Zealand. Well, you're being greedy at that point, you fucking tick. <laughs> to be fair, his house was burned down by no, no means yeah, of look, his own fault. I mean, come on. What? Why would you put a steak in a toaster in the first place? Did he burn the house down or did the toaster burn the house down? I think you'll find he was nowhere near the property. His alibi holds up. Technically, it was the cow's fault. Technically, uh, he blamed it on farmers, <laughs> local farmers. <laughs> local farmers got got the blame for this. <laughs> the I, like there look, there are a number of things you can put in the toaster, but I would say they're all fairly dry and not drippy. Uh, yeah, pop tarts, crumpets, an English muffin. I could do this all day, Connor. Uh, potato waffles, <laughs> just anything other than bread. Yeah. Did you, were you, you've watched television as a child, correct? Never. I've never seen a right. show. Fair enough. Well, there's a thing called Batman you might like, but. Okay. Do you remember, uh, like, before cartoons started, there used to be these advertisements on telly for, like, just shit you could buy for the house? Oh, yeah, like, mad shit. Um, that was like, get this today, thirty nine ninety nine. you'll never have to cook a, cook a vegetable ever again. Yeah, the slicer. The, sli- the slicer's a great one. Uh, <laughs> But, and there was those markers that changed colour. Yes! Was, I was about yeah. to say the markers! <laughs> Irish TV is shit. Um, but one of them was a sandwich toaster bag. So that you would put make a sandwich, like a regular sandwich with bread and shit. And then you would yeah. put it into this toaster bag, turn it vertical, and pop it into the toaster. And then yeah. it would perfectly make you a toasted sandwich. I have them. Do you? Yes! Are they, do they work? Because I was always assumed everything would just fall out. Uh, no, because there's a bottom on the bag. Yeah, but it's still like you're getting one side of a sandwich that's no, extra so filled. It's, it's like, no, you make the sandwich and it's a little brown pouch and you just pop the sandwich into the little brown pouch, pop it in the toaster. It'll give you a toasted sandwich that probably, you're looking at a sandwich that six out of ten on a toasted sandwich. It's a last right. inch resort if you don't have something else to grill it on. That's fair. How's the bread moisture level? Because I imagine it's like sweaty bread. It's more moist than it needs to be. A toasted sandwich I, is meant to be like a crunch. That's what I feared, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, you know what does a good toasted feared. sandwich is a George Foreman grill. A George oh. Foreman! George knows what he's doing! George will make you a toasted sandwich right quick. <laughs> Do you ever hear the story you- of George Foreman and Hulk Hogan? And the idea no. is that um, Hulk Hogan was asked to do those grills in like 95 and he turned <laughs> it down and he did like his own thing separately that had nothing to do with that grill. And George Foreman was like the second person asked and he was like, do yeah, I'll grills. do it. <laughs> Didn't he make more money from those grills than from boxing? More money. He's made more money from those grills for the rest of his life. He's set. He's a trillionaire. <laughs> That's absolutely wild. Do you know, we once had a George Foreman grill and it was... <laughs> <laughs> Not to do with weird news, go on. Not at all, but it's class. One side was your classic grill, you know, the lines, the fat drip tray, all the rest. Yeah. Right beside that, just to the right, was a little griddle pan. So you Fuck could do off. your eggs. You could do Fuck eggs right off. beside it. Oh, it was class. The affluent south. Jeez, where are the set of these George Foremans? <laughs> Argos. <laughs> Argos. 
<laughs> you pay a little more, but you get the fried eggs as well. You can do a classic fried ed- re- fried egg on the George Foreman grill, anyway. Just straight crack an egg onto the you grill. You crack an egg on that grill, it'll cook it up fine. Oh, you're a madman. You're an absolute madman. That's true. Madman. <laughs> Genuinely, that'll cook it up fine. I'm telling you. I need you to make me one of these eggs. You, you don't, put the to- don't put the top down. You'll end up with a perfect fried egg with the, the yolk there and all. The yolk? It keeps the yolk. Keeps the yolk. Keeps it there, boy. That's fucking... You're... You're the affluent north. It's fast becoming. (laughs) No, that's using your surroundings (laughs) to make more things. Yeah, that's like a a, a bonfire beneath a shopping trolley level of cooking an egg. What that is, is that's a man who only owns a George Foreman and and is just trying shit out. (laughs) He's had to improvise. This is my last George Foreman story. Never do chips on a George Foreman. They're not good. It's not good. It's like you're eating powder. What do you think about doing steak in a toaster? <laughs> oh, yeah, this story. Uh, not mad on it, because I also feel I'd never... Like, even if it worked perfectly, I'd never use that toaster for bread again. No, because the crumbs are all in the toasters. Yeah, oh, the crumb tray. Oh, that's going to be messy when you pull it out. Yeah. It's going to be, like, slide out. It's not going to be nice. No, it's not. Um, see, that that is going on in New Zealand. The man has burnt his whole house down trying to cook steaks in a toaster. I feel like... I mean, I've had some horror cooking stories, but I think that's another level of just stupidity to be like, yeah, this cooks bread. Bread is similar to meat. <laughs> that's that's stupidity. It's it's pretty rare. <laughs> well done. Um, so... <laughs> Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news and this is man who jumped off moving flight blames decision on crystal met <laughs> it's a it's a fine thing to blame as any a moving flight yes like a like in the air like in an airplane yes right and was he okay after it well he's alive enough to tell us that he was on crystal met okay fair enough how do you jump out of it I, I let you tell the story, Connor. The Washington Post reports that Mexican Luis Antonio Victoria Dominguez faces a maximum 20-year prison sentence for on a charge of interfering with the flight crew. The charge came when the, when the police asked the 33-year-old from La Paz why he did all this. Right? He did right. it, and they asked the why. The police gathered around just like, why are you... Why did you do that? <laughs> like, we have you. You're arrested. But why? Doesn't make any sense. sense. We've been um, working murders. Fine, we see the motive. But this... Yes. <laughs> he explained that he had been in a hotel in Los Angeles, smoking meth for days on end, <laughs> for him leading up to it. Um, when he came down from the drug, he couldn't handle it. And so, while on a plane, he said that he could hear all the voices of the people on board, and it sent him into a bit of a panic. Um, so, he started his intake of Crystal Met on Tuesday, three days before his eventual flight, apparently. Um, oh, so he was, he was coming down off of three days of meth, and managed to navigate an airport very well, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, he arrived at LAX on the Tuesday from Cabo San Lucas in Mexico and he wanted to get to Salt Lake City but he had no connecting flight so instead 
He made his way to a hotel in Los Angeles and drank several beers before using $20 to buy, in his own words, a lot of crystal meth, <laughs> according to his own reports. What's okay? This is something I don't know is the, the going price of crystal meth. So $20 will get you a lot. Apparently. Well, although to be fair, even a little crystal meth goes a long way, I could only assume. <laughs> It's the gift that keeps on giving, the, to be fair. Like, even a tiny bit and you're going to have a nice time. <laughs> so, you, that, look, okay. First of all, I've had a panic attack on an airplane. Not fun. No. Because, where do you go? <laughs> like, yeah, because you're trapped. It's another level of, oh, God. And then you have to come to terms with that. It's like, oh, I'm in this sealed tube with 400 people in yeah. the air. <laughs> yeah. And the next day, so the next day, he went to the hotel that first night. The next mm. day, he moved to another hotel, and after smoking plenty more of meth, he decided he wanted to fly to Utah, rather than take a bus. <laughs> Just cause. Just what cause. Sh- L- Travelling style. So, what he should have done at that point was stop smoking the crystal meth. We could all kind of agree. Um, yes. He's gone two days now. He's, he's a bit me. full of crystal meth, so it's not looking well. But he carried on and on Thursday evening. And Thursday evening he missed his flight and ended up walking the streets of LA. On the Friday, after returning to the airport, he missed his flight again. Oh but no. But then, he finally got himself onto a rescheduled flight, which he boarded before its 6.30pm scheduled departure. Then, the come down kicked in, John. Oh, the timing. Oh no! <laughs> According to the post, the documents state that when Victoria Dominguez took his seat, he was coming down from a whole lot of drugs, by his own words, um, and immediately started the doors off. He then apparently heard several passengers behind him laughing and talking about the flight going to a different city than Salt Lake City. Panicking, oh. he unbuckled his seatbelt and went to the front of the plane, getting past the flight attendant and banging on the cockpit doors. The pilots opted for safety, so instead he pushed past the flight attendant and headed towards the emergency door <laughs> while oh, the plane no. was moving. <laughs> oh no, that's. Imagine being a, just a regular passenger and that happening, that's terrifying. <laughs> Um, the documents then explained that he was fr- he fr- was familiar with how to open those doors because in the past he had sat in the emergency exit row and moved the handles up and down. I mean, yes, I mean, I, he- I, mean, I would, I, I think I would figure out a door that's designed to be open in an emergency. I would say that's one of the most user friendly things that can be designed. Uh, apparently, uh, the emergency slide tried to deploy but didn't have enough time because he just leapt out while the plane was moving. Now, this might surprise you, but he fell the whole way to the ground and he broke his leg, which is why he was very easily catchable <laughs> when they got That's to him. not a quick getaway. So, okay, so he was on the <laughs> runway. They weren't in the air at the time. No, they were pulling onto the fucking runway to get up into the air and he thought, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't go to the wrong city. So, I just imagine, like... He falls, hits the ground, breaks his leg, and then the slide comes down on top of him. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. And it goes, wah, wah. <laughs> I mean, that is... I don't... There's also this part of the story is that one of the other passengers tried to hold him down, 
and like get him to stop from jumping but he was like no and he just overpowered him and then leapt which you were that passenger it's like no I'm on the emergency door go away this is my job I'm in charge of this I decide when this door is opened <laughs> did he get back I, would, I hope he got to Utah okay like I mean I think at first he has to go to jail first and foremost oh, yeah. Utah via jail then whatever yeah, he's going to jail for apparently 20 years a possible oh, really? years. Yes. Oh. Oh, don't do this for... I mean, he did the, do all of those drugs. You can't do that. He did a lot of drugs, and then he also... They probably have him down as hijacking a plane. Technically. Because he, like, started I mean, barreling through people and then banging on the cockpit door. That's true. Yeah, well, like, just like... <laughs> just like the, the pilots, and he's just like, Sorry, lads, just let me off here. Like, anywhere here is fine. <laughs> anywhere here is fine. <laughs> you see those lights? Yeah, no, anywhere there is fine. Honestly, I live just around the corner. It's actually yeah, grand. Sure. Look, the walk will do me some good on it. No, no, <laughs> it's grand, honestly. No, that's for yourself. Have a good no. night. No, slide? <laughs> no, 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 I don't need a slide. <laughs> I don't want to trouble you. I do not want to trouble you with that slide. You'd have to fold it back up. You have to put it back in. It gets inflated and all. It's no, a nightmare. It is fat. Tis far from slides I was raised. Yeah. I'll be I, grand. I don't want to hold you up. I know you have to get to Utah. So I'll, I'll be off anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just feel like... I think how much crystal meth do you have to do to be like, no, this is the only way around this. I need to leap out of this plane. I don't... Well, I suppose... I Look, as a man who's canonically never done meth... Yeah. That you say. I, I am, no, no, Connor. You Go can't on. perpetuate this. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. So I think uh, any amount of meth would probably make you do something bad. So let's I never do so. meth anyway. I, I, the more I talk, the more I sound like someone who casually does meth. I don't. Like 100% you sound like either someone who does meth or a narc <laughs> who's like <laughs> undercover. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Anyone know where I can... Buy some meth. <laughs> Does anyone have any names or addresses of people that sell meth to you and anyone you know or love? No? Is any, no? Do we even have even just like their mother's maiden name? Just something to go off, to be honest with just you. Any, just because I'm a, friendly. Just a daily routine that people could follow and easily memorise. No? No? <laughs> so, Sean, we're moving on to a story that I was very excited to talk to you about because um, it comes to us from a US priest. And oh. now, the, obviously, there's there's many problems in the world right now. But, I mean, the, a big problem that we're all seeing, that we all know, it, mm-hmm. is ghosts and demons. Oh, okay? <laughs> Not where I thought now, this was going, but Now, what, do, what are priests used when it comes... What are they used for when it comes to ghosts or demons, Sean? Is it, and I, I'm prepared to be disappointed here, exorcisms? Exorcism, Sean, because we don't, so we think of these as happening in the movies. We don't realise this is happening every day. Somewhere in the world, these are taking place. And more importantly, what about the priest behind it? What about the man who has to get to these exorcisms, do them? It's another day at the job. He's got to go to the next house, do it again. It's very repetitive. It is, I would imagine, like, and and do you think that's, well, you probably know, but maybe it's, is it the job of, like, a regular priest and it's something he does in his off time, or do you specialise in exorcism? I think you have to specialise, I would say. I think you need a degree. Just a degree in exorcism. Because <laughs> yeah. there is, like, priest school where you learn to be a priest. Do they teach it? 
there's like a, there's a one semester class on exorcism. It's like an elective. Like you can take it if you want. Like <laughs> they won't help, but it might get you some extra gigs if you want. Like yeah. looks um, good on the CV. <laughs> so exorcisms are apparently shown on the rise as demons now have even haunted victims by text. <laughs> by text. Who's still using text? <laughs> and like they definitely text like like your parents. There's like they miss letters like that was cool in twenty two thousand six. Do you know what's actually like the most terrifying thing in a text is when someone leaves three dots after a sentence. Oh fuck! Yeah, are you coming over? Dot dot dot. That like, means oh, like, I'm. I didn't mean to offend. Yeah, yeah. Was it that's, like three dots? No matter how nice it is. You look nice today, dot, dot, dot. Oh, shit, he's a stalker. <laughs> yeah, or like, or someone like just saying, oh, that's absolutely grand, dot, yeah. dot, dot. Yeah. Oh, it's not absolutely um, grand, lads. Battling demonic forces is a regular duty for Mr. Stephen Rossetti, a Catholic priest who worked in two parishes in the Diocese of Syracuse for five years. He's now based in Washington, D.C., he and his team perform up to 20 exorcisms each week, liberating people and homes from what he calls demons and satanic evil, Sean. Um, right. Now, 20 a week? Is, 20 a week seems like a lot. <laughs> That's like a fucking season of anime. Like, if you were a plumber and you did 20 jobs a week, that is a lot of jobs in a week. Yeah, do you pay for exorcisms or do they do it for like like fighting the good fight kind of? Oh, scenario? they fucking pay you pay for exorcisms. Um, so he has said that he has watched a man in front of him uh, with his eyes, his blue eyes turned yellow, and the pupils shrink down to mere dots. Um, that man was a he, Sith Lord, sir. That's true. Um, <laughs> another times, a man in tires eyes turned jet black. Um, this doesn't usually happen, but when it does, it is very startling. It is obviously demonic. <laughs> that man is also a Sith Lord. Uh, <laughs> Sith Lords are no nothing. Sith Lords are not. Is it all eye-related uh, diagnoses of exorcisms? Yeah, I, I think that would be the best way to see them. Because in the movies, that's how you see it the most. Like, unless their head is doing a 360. I was just about to say, yeah, that, mm. that's usually a dead giveaway. Uh, or puking puking a classic one yeah I feel that we have one frame of reference for what an exorcism is like (laughs) Um, the 70 year old told the post exorcisms have grown exponentially in the past decade or so in the United States racked by discord and a moral crisis is demonically oppressed Um, I think and he said he's given us warning Sean and this is why this is interesting, because he says, I think this problem is going to get much worse before it gets better. So, Of course, it, the <laughs> lad who charges for exorcisms is going to say that. <laughs> I mean, he does have he does have some money in the fight, is what I would say. Like, like that would be like us saying, God, I think there'll be more weird news next week. Yeah, I think so. Um, so he's also written a new book, which is nice. But um, in it, Rossetti alleges he's seen demons at work, doors banging, TVs turning on and off spontaneously, 
Dogs howling uncontrollably. Victims communicating in ancient languages they could never learn. Even spewing foreign objects like nuts and bolts. Like, I w- who's look, throwing up all nuts and bolts? Yeah, the last one is just fucking bizarre. Like, <laughs> but also, how many times is that? Like, he uses that in his example. How common is that? Mm. Techno I demons. Mean, Pretty common to be able to say it in an article because th- this is this is important, Sean. He's coming to us warning us that this is going to get worse before it gets better. Right, and and but like okay, but and 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 it's not my place to say, but I think if you're in that line of work, you should do it because you don't like demons and evil, <laughs> not because you get sweet sweet publishing deals out of it. <laughs> You're the, you'd be in it for the love sure, like not even for the love but like a, a sense of duty or something like that yeah you know um, he, uh, so he said that he has never witnessed any victims levitate or spin their head like in the movies unfortunately but he firmly believes he has regularly witnessed diabolical evil Recording, recalling one exorcism, he says um, that they were the demons manifested themselves as he began to pray. They were wagging the woman's finger at me and shaking their head. But I think he means her head because the demon was inside her. I can only assume. Yeah, unless there was like two fully like corporeal demons. Just there, like, fucking <laughs> the shaking line, this woman around. The next lady says is, I have been commanding the demons to leave, and their response was, no. <laughs> God, those demons aren't team players at all. Uh, <laughs> Negotiating skills off the fucking charts. <laughs> what do I do? I'm going to take this right to the top. Well, the bottom, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, he, he then moved closer and made direct eye contact with the woman, holding a crucifix six inches from her face. And then he cried out, Behold the cross of the Lord, take flight, you hostile powers. As he sprinkled the woman with water, her body began to spasm, and suddenly she was free of all demons, and exorcisms work once again, Sean. That was one of his worst stories, so I'm glad he came out as a hero in it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's, it's always nice when you win during an exorcism. Uh, I think if you lose, that's your last exorcism. <laughs> does Yeah, does this lad have a 100% success rate on exorcisms? <laughs> I, I feel like if you leave and you go, oh, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> it's like, oh, the damp is too much. <laughs> you oh, may read that fucking won. wall. Sorry. <laughs> the um, damp is too much. <laughs> <laughs> you may do the wall. <laughs> that, that's that, that's how my price range. You may get some some more experts in here to deal with that. The Ghostbusters Look, or something. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Oh, lads. Sometimes the demons cause him physical anguish. He recalls that in one case, he started the prayers for a mild demonic possession of a middle-aged man and his stomach became instantly nauseated and he felt very ill. I mean, Sean, if there's ever been evidence before, this is starting to freak me out. I'm fairly sure I felt like that this morning. (laughs) Every morning. Every morning, yeah, maybe I should, maybe I should talk to someone. Actually, <laughs> this is why this story is here for this one sentence or one paragraph. Because, and then we've heard of the, the we've heard of these possessions. We've heard yeah. of like feeling nauseous and sickness and all these physical and emotional trouble. But what about something to do with technology, like demons? 
they're always good on an iPhone because there was this young woman who reached out to him after an upside down cross appeared burned into her shoulder. Na, 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 na. <laughs> I was gonna say that was Jurassic Park. Yeah, I know, yeah. I went Jurassic Park. Um, <laughs> All right, I at the same they didn't play God in that movie. Exactly. At the same time, her dad was receiving <laughs> snarky texts. Oh no! From the demons. <laughs> I need examples, Connor. Snarky. The texts were a typical. (laughs) The texts were, he says, a typical demonic rant. She belongs to us, and so on. (laughs) I think they might just have been her friends fucking with his with her dad. (laughs) Snarky texts. Snarky texts. What a way of describing it. Surely you can track down the number if it's a number. Like you can't do a private text message, can't you not? No, but like it, it, it's sent from somewhere. Like, yeah, like that's how data works. Like, it has to hit off a satellite and come back. Unless Connor, oh. right? Okay, I need you to go back with me right to the beginning. All right, Adam and Eve. What, what fucked everything up? An apple, huh? Oh, What's the symbol fuck. of certain phone company? That's right. <laughs> An alien. He's trying his best. <laughs> Vodafone. Vodafone. Is, um, so Rossetti the, said... So, the number three. Oh. Three. The phone service yeah. provider. What shape has three sides? A fucking triangle. A cone. Correct. Fuck. A cone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a cone oh. doesn't have three sides. It does. A cone has three sides. Um, Inside, it outside, does. a bottom. Inside out, oh, damn, he's going 3D on me. The 3D <laughs> bastard. <laughs> um, Rosetti said the messages appeared to come from the home phone number of the woman. Upon careful investigation, however, Rosetti insisted there was no evidence of her having ever sent the messages, Sean. I he mean, this. text messages from demons. And why not? In the past, they messed with electronics, TVs and lights turning off and on. Now they mess with cell phones, he says. So, makes sense to him. What are your, what are your thoughts, John? Okay, I think, I, think, I think TVs and lights turning on and off is different than snarky texts being sent. Mm. Unless there was some kind of Morse code being sent through the TV turning on and off. Uh, mm. Look... Uh, look, and this is we're walking a line on this story. I feel, uh, I feel the major thing is that I think it's this the daughter, demonic exorcisms mostly and the text messaging from the ghosts. It's the text messaging is why it's funny. It's not about belief or anything like that. But I think this daughter might have got angry. Uh, and just sent some snarky texts and it's now covering it up in the best way. Oh, it's a fucking, it's a fucking demon. Oh, it's undertaking oh. over me. Oh, sorry about that. And she spent like 300 quid on a new tattoo. And it's just like, oh, but it no, was like, where did it come from? It was like a shit job. Like the, the tattooist did it upside down. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> they were looking in the mirror. <laughs> How am I going to explain this to me dad? How... Fucking demon. I got taken over by a demon. I need evidence. Here, give me a phone. Give me a phone if you text myself. <laughs> You're a dickhead, Dad. No, wait. You're a dickhead. Not Dad. <laughs> yeah, like, what is Sarky? Like, or Sarky just like, she belongs to us. 
You'll never get her back. Ha ha. She's not that fucking good at whatever she likes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just... It, what? It, like, Starkey is just, like, being a prick, right? Like, mm. being sarcastic. Uh, it's like, oh, you're... Oh, you're father of the year. Dot, dot, dot. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be snarky, right? Yeah. I mean, you could say something <laughs> Thanks, like... <laughs> You're, you could say something like, you're not that good at bowling. Like, you're only average. Or, you're very brave oh. to be wearing those trousers with that top. Oh, I feel mm. very seen right now. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm just... I think snarky implies a level of just, like, it's undercurrent of meanness, but not outright mean. I get you, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, it's, there's nothing being said, but, like, also, you definitely could not have sent that text and everyone would be much happier for it. <laughs> but when you're, like, 15, all you do is send snarky texts. So, I'm I'm thinking maybe the demon might be a child or the demon is maybe just a bit pissy for something that's going on. Like, well, can you not do your own washing? Something like that. Yeah, well, I have look, and this might be a, a, a bit of a, again a bit of a touchy subject. But what I want to know, Connor, about this demon, can a demon sign up for Patreon? <laughs> a few of the ones we have, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, I've read your name changes, folks. By God, your devils. <laughs> like, we literally call them devils. <laughs> you do actually, but devils are devils, though. No, it's true. Devil, yeah. Devils are a bit snarky. Bit snarky. Sean, what are if if demons begin to take over SMS messaging? Is mm. there any end? Are, will we be able to defeat them without this exorcism master? I would just block the number and switch to WhatsApp myself. Uh, do you know what? You- <laughs> it seems smart. Snapchat. They'll disappear after a while. It'll be fine. No, uh, that's the perfect place to be demonic, though. Like, you said, like, it's oh, true. fuck you, you're going to die. Oh, it disappears 24 hours. Never Way. seen it. <laughs> That's true. I mean, how do you exercise a phone? Put it on a treadmill is the answer. Put it on so. a treadmill is the first answer. <laughs> yes, that was what I was taking. Secondly, <laughs> I mean, I suppose. Yeah, but oh, like, it's a combination of... You dip it in holy water and then you have to put it in a bowl of rice. A bowl of holy rice is what I was thinking. You bring it back. (laughs) Back from the dead. Yeah, you're without your phone for three days and then after that, it's free of demons. You put put it in some rice, put it in a hot room, let that thing dry out because it's after being exercised now. There's loads of holy water after flowing through it. But then you're like, but won't the rice take out the holy water? Fuck, we'll have to put it back into the water afterwards. So... Jesus, this phone's about to have a lot of baths in the next coming days. <laughs> I think that's the only way you do it. I think holy water, holy rice, um, and then hope for the best. Holy hot press, yeah. Holy hot, holy hot press. <laughs> What's another word for hot press around the world? Because I think that might be. I don't Irish know. Thing. Airing cupboard. Is Airing that cupboard. Basically, a hot press in Ireland is where like your water heater is. And you keep all of your towels and bedding and all of that in there because it keeps them all nice and warm all the time. <laughs> so you put and your you... phone... I dropped my phone before in some water. You put yeah, it in some rice, same. stuck it in there. Absolutely fine three days later. It was absolutely grand. Now, I did it. The phone worked, but I got rice in the charging port. And I oh, had to go after no. it with a needle. 
Yeah. Oh, this was back mistake. when like charging ports were like monsters of yolks. Yeah. Like, every phone had a different one. Uh, I I had um I when I opened mine back up, all it said was uh, we have your daughter. She she's now been taken over by a demon, and I was just like, just block, and then just and then I called like, this guy. Number. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> do you know I keep getting this is random? But every Friday I get called by three old people, and they ring and they think I'm a doctor's place. Every Friday, what? same three people, same number. They ring oh. my number and they go, hi, is this the doctor's? And I say, no, sorry, wrong number. And then the old lady says, oh, no problem, hangs up. Next guy rings, normally an hour later. And then we same have tree one, every week? Same tree, every week. What? On a, on a, on a rotation. And it, it got to the point where, like, last week I got the call. I was like, oh, this is Agnes now, yeah? <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Agnes, yeah. No, this is a do- this is the doctor's. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. No, yeah, it's me again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I must be like one digit off. <laughs> That's what's your phone number? Uh, it's one two seven. Ah, he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give it out to the demon, Sean. I'm not That's that true. dumb. I get exercised. Well, objectively, the demons have made your day much more difficult. By now, you work in a doctor's office, apparently. That's true. Yeah, I, I, I think um, one time I might just start giving diagnosis. Like, just, like, what, what, what's <laughs> so what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, let's have a chat. What's wrong with you? Or just, that's fucking terrible. All right, no, I, I'd call it off. I'd call it off. There's no point. <laughs> Jez, I wouldn't, Jez, I wouldn't do that now. I wouldn't do that. No, now, look, it's, it's fucking, it's your leg, but do what you want with it, like... <laughs> Just fucking rub it. Do you have any? Do you have any fucking plasters? Stick them on it. It'd be grand. Do you have a dock Gary. leaf? Put a dock leaf on it. See what that does. <laughs> just, just random shit. Um, <laughs> I, no, I think that'd be impersonating a doctor, and that's illegal, Sean. And I'm that not going to do it. Um, yeah, but also, what yeah. about the funsies? What about the crack? Wouldn't it be a bit of crack, lads? Agnes um, would love it. We're finishing off this week, Sean, with a Cape Corral man. That means Florida man, because Florida man wakes neighbours by screaming and pretending to be a firework. <laughs> Saw this on Reddit, knew exactly what we were going to be finishing the show with today. <laughs> <laughs> a man protesting pyrotechnics was caught on a Cape Corral security system, screaming around at 3am on Friday morning. He just kept screaming, firecracker, firecracker, boom, <laughs> yelled the unidentified man and people living in the on the southeast 10th avenue canal got an early 4th of july show but although it wasn't one you could see but one you could definitely hear um the right. dogs were barking and we go outside and this guy is screaming i mean so loud said sarah warnicky whose security camera captured the screaming he seemed to be upset that people were celebrating the 4th of July early. So this was his response to then scream himself and run around like a firework. (laughs) So the man named Roman Candle. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, is there a more childish way to deal with your annoyance with fireworks? No, I don't think so. Like, but he's sticking to his guns. It would have been very easy to like set off a load of fireworks in protest but he doesn't like the concept of early fireworks he he hates them so he's like oh it's ridiculous what i'm doing is as ridiculous as what you are doing neighbors 
So, uh, <laughs> all this happened just before 3am, as I said. Um, and so apparently the guy was screaming, firecracker, firecracker. To which on the camera you could hear Sarah scream back, shut up. To which he replied, bottle rocket. Yeah, it's fucking annoying, isn't it? Quit fucking doing it in the middle of the night, fire rocket, <laughs> fire rocket, bottle rocket. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's getting exactly the reaction he wanted. <laughs> they said, show up, and he went, yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Now you get it. <laughs> um, fireworks are legal in Florida on only three days, and the 4th of July is one of them. Pretending to fu- be a firework is also going to run afoul of our noise audience. Ordinance? Said Master Corporal Phil Mullen. Um, which I think, I feel like... Pretending to be a firework shouldn't be an arrestable def- offence, but at the same time, you are quite loud at 3am. That could be disturbance. That's true, that's true. Um, but what does the Chief of Police, Catherine Wheel, have to think of things? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done for the day. I'm on jakesfireworks.com. Okay. And it's, a, it's a treasure trove of information. It's a treasure now. trove of puns. <laughs> Uh, what is a uh, crackle effect oh no that's shit uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you think he was on that website before he went out he's like I don't want to get them fucking wrong he was getting his script he was like yeah, going yeah, over yeah. it you gotta head. write it down firecracker firecracker bottle rocket yeah it's fucking annoying isn't it quit fucking doing it in the middle of the night bottle rocket bottle rocket <laughs> The only type of firework that's ever been in Ireland ever is black cats yeah I was just gonna say black cat is the only one I know and it was yeah. always like, oh, did you, do you know some lad who has black cats? Oh, d- yeah. Tom's Jack, uncle John, he's got fucking yeah. black cats at home. A friend of mine got copied of guards actually for selling black cats outside a church. <laughs> that was the Lord. <laughs> that was the demonic <laughs> demons. <laughs> oh, we exercised him that day. <laughs> we did. Um, Warnicky has a theory on why this guy was putting on his own display. He thought last year that I'm going to wake them up like they woke me up with the fireworks of July 4th of last year. He's been doing, he's been planning this for a year. Yeah, he's been, he's been biding his fucking time waiting, is Florida man. Because he knew they woke him up at 3am with fireworks. He was not having it. He's been. He's probably met his neighbours over the course of the year, yeah. and known he's been going to do this to him on July four, like July third or whenever. Like, because he he must have been woken up on July third of last year, and so he probably had work the next day, and he was just like, "You bastards! You I'm going pricks. to get you." So he gets a calendar and he must mark it down. This is the day I will ruin their lives. <laughs> <laughs> this is the day I get my revenge. <laughs> and do you think he was practicing pretending to be a firework for weeks leading up to it? No, I think that's a do it on the night scenario. Yeah. No, I think he has this really weird like ASMR playlist where it's just fireworks and he listens to that round the clock. No, uh, <laughs> so I think it's funnier if he's shit at doing the sounds. <laughs> like he's but- just shouting firework and boom. He's just, well, to be fair, he's just shouting firework names a lot of the time. He's not yeah. impersonating a whole lot of he, fireworks. He threw one or two booms in there, uh, but most of the time it was saying firecracker or bottle rocket. Yeah, so like it's 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 not the most inspired firework sound. Mm. Like you need you need the wee as it goes up and the yeah. psh, and then the little sparkles where they. Crack I don't think off that the gets sky. the same reaction though. 
Do you not know? And then someone just shouting because you. I, I guess if you could mistake it for fireworks, then then it's just like listening to fireworks. He, and people he's out for shit houseery. Like he's out to just wake people up. That's true. That's true. Like uh, yeah, the, the, and no lights as well. So like you don't know where he is. <laughs> like, <laughs> Because he's not lighting up like a firework. There's nothing around. He's just him. He's he's picked the worst part of the firework to keep. And he's replaced. The noise. (laughs) Yeah, he's kept the noise. He's got rid of the light show. Do you like fireworks? No, him. I think they're pointless. (laughs) Yeah, I really, I I don't see it. I actually am the exact same. I think they're pointless. (laughs) I don't care. what a, it's not like oh great there's an explosion in the sky fucking deadly and then like, the five second awkwardness at the end we're like is that it is it done can we go home is it, is it? oh there's another one okay right that's fair enough. is this right. it is this done sorry oh oh now someone's holding it in their hand oh this will end well yeah oh brilliant <laughs> so sean florida man has decided he he woke up this morning and he chose sh- shithousery as as a job yeah i think that's like chaotic neutral in that, because he's he's looking out for himself, but he's causing chaos for everyone else. Exactly. So I think that's it for this week's weird news, Sean. It's been quite the week. We've had quite a few mm. adventures, quite a few laughs, Connor, quite a few mm. exorcisms. Uh, would you like me to take us out? I would, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and then next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you to all of our patrons. Everyone who supports us over there is an absolute legend, absolute little devil, as it mm-hmm. goes. Um, so, big thank you to Jared Leto. That's right, I became a patron, so you lads can t- stop talking shite about me. Bastard. Jared, <laughs> you've, you've forced our hand here. Uh, you are a legend. Ta- thank you, Jared. Thanks, really appreciate it. Uh <laughs> We're talking about Suicide Squad next week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you also goes to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Rate My Hemsworth, Doth Doth Com, Doth Com, Doth Click Rate, Click Luke, Refresh Repeat, Never Give Up, Hickok Didn't Bernie, Roisin Shrodoshin Halley, Ryan Right Time Evanson, Sean Heroes Don't Do That Jamieson, that one still gets me, Uh, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna, Maureen has the fry on Helmroos, Lil Dicky, I remember when I was last name shouted out. Congratulations on the growth, boy, boys. It shows Wink McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, Luke, fire in the hoth. And now I do have an army and I'm going to beat up the Suicide Squad. You're all fecked. Uh, oh. I think, look, our Jared situation has been solved. Uh, Luke, <laughs> yes. Luke has it handled. So <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Two birds, one stone. Two ducks, one mountain Geese. lion. Uh, geese, two ducks, one geese. I've seen one that video. Geese. <laughs> um, thank you, all of you, for supporting the show. Really, really appreciate it. We do our movie review show over on Patreon. We also do our Loki chats. They come out every two weeks. Um, and if you want to support the show, head on over there. There's also a merch store link down below. You can like all the social medias. Um, special shout out to Detective Divilman's discussion group. Anyway, uh, 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 as well. That's what oh. I meant to say. Oh, uh, English. That's. English. It's fucking tough, Connor. Uh, shout out to Portugal. Um, and <laughs> that's why we're big in that market. No English. <laughs> uh, no, that's a, that's a group where we can just uh, chat and just uh, talk about the show, talk about movie news, weird news, 
superheroes, all that kind of stuff. The best way you can ever help out the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mead. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.